Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger. Fuck. Uh, well. <laughs> Welcome to Advice from a Dipshit. I'm catching up. What? We start? No? No, no, no. We're good? No, I'm starting it at fuck. Well, this is the That's great. That's where I wanted to start. I want you always, num- rule number one, I always start on fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm catching up with my my buddy, uh, Jen Kirkman, who is here as a guest. Uh, and you can chime in anytime. There's no, you know, I, you have that look of just like, when? When am I? No, wait, I'm waiting. When are you cutting I'm the waiting. leash? No, no, um, I'm waiting. Yeah, so, and, and we're, she just said, combined, we're 88 years old. <laughs> So we're going to be very wise. We're very wise and close to death. Uh, I, I'm psyched to have Jen on because we go back 20 years, probably almost. Yeah, 19 something. I I I move well. No, like less no. than that. Like maybe like 15. I yeah, think, years. 15. So that's about. How I got long. to LA about 2002. Okay, I got I got here 2003, I think three or four, and um, we we met hanging out at the parlor, which is now gone. Yes, at, in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. that uh, was just a place where we did Kyle Kinane, Eddie Pepitone, and um, uh, a bunch of other people would go and just do do stand up. And we and we hit it off, and we've been um, uh, platonically married ever since. Yeah, we're, we're basically much. like those people that are like they live on opposite coasts, <laughs> but they're like I still That's have. That's how a, they make it work. Yeah, well, and it's and it's there's an allure when you're at like a cocktail party, which we go to dozens a week, and you go, you basically say, uh, I have a wife, and you walk away. And they're like, what? He does? I've never seen her. And the people are like, she doesn't live here. And uh, Jen's been like working in New York for seven months, so it's perfect. Um, oh, it's great. Yeah. And, and if you don't know Jen Kirkman, you should. She's one of the funniest uh, stand-up comics out there, has uh, several Netflix specials, has accomplished writer, has two books. So yeah. get on the Kirkman train, folks, because she's amazing. And she's here to listen to calls. I know she can't take compliments, which I, I love. It. You're like my wife. Just like, Yeah, his stop. real wife. Talk about, yeah, my real, my real my life. my manager, wife. by the way? That's true. Is that true. too personal? No, you can share that. I mean, oh. I talk about how, how uh, Kara Why is- Why would that be personal? Kara is my ex-manager, and that's how, you know- It, work, it makes a better marriage. It's so much she's better. She's not managing Fuck, it. when we were dating and working together, it was just like, uh, like <laughs> It was kind of like there were kind of highs and lots of lows. Yeah. So it's just- uh, And I'm sure like a woman who's married to any man, like you're their manager anyway. Well, yeah, sure. So it's like she's going to pipe in with ideas mm-hmm. and yeah. and you get to say no instead of here's 10% of <laughs> everything. <laughs> she's taking 100 now. That's uh, the joke that everyone says. So she, now she gets 100%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she makes more money than I do. Guys, let's... Uh, let's she's get... getting 10% of this. That's what's yes. up. No, I'm kidding. It's all... Um, but uh, anyway, it's it's very incestuous. But uh, Jen and I have our own thing. It's it's hilarious. Like when she left, because we joke about how we're having we've we have we've been having an affair, and we've never had anything. You know, no, that's why it's uh, romantic. Ama- Amanda's look is like like the nod of well, I didn't ever think that. <laughs> yeah, that's but like also that's it why just, it's great. It would just be the least funny joke if oh, we had had a past and we still yeah. texted about it. <laughs> Yeah, we've been like brother and sister forever. It's uh, like I'll still say to Kara, be like, you know, I'll, I'll text you and be like, um, hey, lover, listen, you know, whatever. And and like she left the house and I was like, uh, Jen's coming over today. She's like, awesome. She's like, she's like, well, that's cool. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. This affair has been going on so long. I don't know if it's awesome. She's like, shut up. Like, still, <laughs> like there's still that part where it's still like, it's not really that funny. Uh-huh. Um, um, with that said, uh, uh, as, as the folks who are maybe your first time listeners, you don't know. Uh, I 
I never hear the calls beforehand. Amanda curates them all. Uh, she is yeah, the yeah. absolute, um, let's say, dungeon master for you fucking nerds out there. Uh, she collects all the calls and she, she picks the the ones we're going to listen to, and uh, she's our curator. So let's let's see what she's uh, chosen for us today. Roll the first call. Hey, Matt. So I'm going into my last year of college, and I spent the last couple months working, and I've been spending all my money, so I'm going back to school with not a whole lot of money in my pocket. I'm wondering, should I sell weed? Is that a, <laughs> is that better than working a pizza delivery job or working at some shitty bar? What? Get back to me. No, don't sell weed, man. Um, dude, Jesus Christ. I will say I will say this, and I will I will I will throw it to you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there was a point where when I like I I try to base this show on draw from my own dipshittery. Mm-hmm. So here's one of mine. Uh, Many uh, of you know I got uh, arrested for drunk driving uh, when I was in my late twenties, visiting my parents on vacation uh, before I set off to chase my dreams in L.A. I thought it'd be a two week you know uh, little party vacation. It turned out to be four months because I basically had to do community service for four months to defer it to get that <laughs> off my record. Um, and I remember when I finally left, I was all choked up and I hugged my mom and went, you know got in the car, loaded up all my stuff. I remember having that thought of maybe you know I love Portland so much. Should I chase my dreams or should I just live here and sell weed? <laughs> it's like and be an asshole. And not to say you're an asshole, man. Uh, that I'm just saying like I know exactly where you're where you're coming from. Where there's that thing where you think there's some magic door. There's no magic door. You sell weed, you'll probably get caught. Someone you sell to will probably get busted, and the the cops will flip them, and you'll get you'll get put away. And look. Marijuana is very close to decriminalization, so give it five years, I would say, before you sell weed. What, what's your answer, Jen? Yeah, I agree. I think that you'll probably get... It's just if you get caught, it's just a hell that you don't need, mm-hmm. especially for something you're not even that in love with. It's like, should I... You know, if you were some kind of weed curator that was really... I'm passionate about like some Dallas Buyers Club thing. Like I'm really passionate about this. Yeah, you know, this is life or death for me. Yeah, but it's just like I know you're just trying. Yes, you'll make more money doing that than at a pizza place. But this is where I always go. And also, I do think weed is only a gateway drug if you sell it. Uh, oh, uh, you're selling that now, man. You know, you make a lot more with crack. Fuck, I mean, you point. never know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a gateway drug if, if you're taking it, but. Selling it. The other thing is, if I could go back to college, I always had this idea while I'm studying the arts, I will never get paid in that. So I'll just be a waitress. Like it didn't even dawn on me, maybe try a little bit. As long as you're bothering to go to school and be broke, maybe try to make some money in your chosen field if there's any way to do it. Yes. And I never thought about. Actually, and then at the same time, I always say to people, as we've seen with Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby Show, is working at Trader Joe's. Yes. If you cannot make money in your chosen field, don't be a bitch. Suck it up. Work where you work. A paycheck's a paycheck. Yes. But if you can, think about maybe. I don't know what he's going to college for. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that. In a, I mean I literally don't know the. Second. We don't know. Yeah. But if uh, I don't know, I just feel like maybe it's not just between shitty pizza and something illegal that brings in a lot of money. Maybe there's some effort to be put in here yeah no it's I, you know it's funny Ugh. like I, I and i hate young people making effort i do not want to encourage seriously. any more entrepreneurs Ugh. but you have more resources than we had <laughs> we didn't have the internet you know you could yeah. sell shit on craigslist that's mm-hmm. always my answer what i feel like it's, it's, it's infinite options infinite equals infinite paralysis 
Yes. Where it's kind of like, you know, you can you can run the family farm or get into the pictures, like one of the two, and, and break your mother's heart. You either break your mother's heart or you don't, and, you know, you make your own heart. Like back in the day, you had to shatter your family to chase your dreams. You don't have to anymore. Um, what am I talking about? Uh, no, but it's, it, it, I feel like yeah. I, I wasn't even looking at it from your angle. I was looking at it in terms of you're going to go to jail and you're basically like, should I sell weed? It's kind of like, I don't know, should I like kill people for money? Like, you I, know I nothing same, about that. You were never in special forces. Uh, so it's, I have the same opinion as you. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, agreed. It, yeah. But I like how you came at, uh, uh, angle I, you came at it from, which was instead try to make your living off what you want it. Like, you don't want to sell weed. You right. don't want to. Yeah. You obviously don't. And, and there are other options other than delivering pizza. I had a weird thing in my head where I thought where he was going to go a little darker, but not illegal. Like, I don't know, should I like dance at bachelorette parties? Like, I thought it was going to be something like that. That is actually a great idea. Sure. If you have a good body, dance at bachelorette yeah, parties. Yeah, shake that young meat. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Think we got our episode as close name. to prostitution as you can get because that's also illegal. <laughs> yeah, no, do it and don't, don't, uh, don't, don't come, don't walk too close to the fire that way. You know, it's like I don't know who had that joke about that magazine that used to exist. Does it still exist? Barely legal. It's like a porn mag. Oh yeah. Where it's like someone was like, "Isn't that basically saying you're almost a pedophile?" Yeah. <laughs> like, Technically, you're same not. Thing. Like, don't, don't be like. I mean, I'm not a prostitute, but I like, I don't know, massage dudes' butts for money. Like, yeah. Again, let's go. That let's sounds take, like another great way to make a quick buck, though. There's pie, so many. I dudes guess it depends want, on the price, right? I mean, yeah. I think what we're describing is also illegal. It just seems like way harder to get caught. Because <laughs> you, you like get caught selling weed. They're like they walk in and you have weed, mm-hmm. but they're not going to necessarily walk in with a butt cheek in your hand. It's your word against his. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and how do you prove your good butt masseuse besides doing it? You know, and how do you get that much money up front? I don't do that. That's what you say to the cop. You go, you really think I'm a butt masseuse? You really Pull think your pants I know down. how to I'll rub a you. butt? Yeah. And then give him the worst I'll show you how lousy I am. <laughs> and the cop's like, stop, stop, stop. All right, fine. Get out of here. <laughs> and it, you brought up Dallas Buyers Club. There's someone that wrote a, a thing that made me laugh so hard about like how how they they had to at the beginning you've seen it right yeah and they had to at the beginning of the movie show that he was not gay at all he's like fucking several chicks <laughs> totally. they're sweaty near where like bulls are like <laughs> yeah. what a fucking stud holy shit <laughs> this guy ain't gay at all he got aids <laughs> oscar you know like yeah. it's they it's that thing where as much as Hollywood is is like I'll watch movies I loved growing up and be like, oh, this sucks. It's so because, yeah because you can tell how like Hollywood studioed to death it is. Where, Before like, you walk out of this theater, he's not gay. Guys, did you watch the beginning? Holy shit, that chicky fucked so hot, bro, bro, so hot. <laughs> and it was just—it's just that thing that 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 they had to put. There was no reason for that scene. No, he could have just like got up from a bed and zipped his pants up and been like, "That was real good fucking," and walk out right. or whatever. You right. know I mean, that that scene he's punching up. <laughs> uh, but you know, like something like he—he was—he—he he is having sex with a woman. There it is. You know, they're not or even a, even. You don't even need that scene. You just—he's telling his friend. He's like, "I've had sex with a woman." <laughs> anyway. <I have> a- <laughs> 
I have this. <laughs> That's my favorite. I have this terrible That's cough. That's my favorite. Because, because you. The equipment oh, is falling. Oh, no. Because I laugh too hard. Um, <laughs> you, no, I, I love it. I wish, I wish we had visual on that because you looked at me as, as if you realized like, oh. You know, like they had, they're having like a hungover brunch, but they were drinking in other, other places the night yeah. before. And he was like, so what'd you do last night? And the guy's like, oh man, I got ripped to the tits and just fucking went home and watched movie. And then I barfed. And what'd you do? And he's like, I had sex with a woman. <laughs> like you just, oh, that's cool, man. I'd forgotten until this very moment. But one thing I never forget is to find the right gender to have sex with. Because for me, I'm a heterosexual. <laughs> and then they, then the movie can start. That's, that's, that's the then, 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 then the title pops up right then. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. And it was like, what is this movie about? <laughs> well, we know one thing. What? It's about a heterosexual. And the guy stating that he's like, that's who I have sex with, women, because I'm a heterosexual. <laughs> that is is like a hundred times less silly than the scene they used. Yes, I think you're right. It's 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 <laughs> it, it's both like, nah, I don't buy that. No one says that shit out loud for no reason. It's just this movie should be called Exposition. Um, oh, that'd be great. Oh, that would be good. That'd All right, be a let's, great sketch. Let's let's roll the next. <laughs> if I wrote sketches, <laughs> you should. Let's let's roll the next call. Hey man, got a question for you. Uh, I'm a young man, about 24, and I had a bunch of bad shit happen to me when I was a kid that I think I've come out stronger because of it. But one kind of negative is that, um, let's take an example, like a fight with my girlfriend. My immediate go-to is to think, well, is somebody dying? Is this the end of the world? And if the answer is no, which it usually is, I find it really hard to care about the issue or mm. take it seriously, even if it's something that, you know, is serious enough for her to cry about. Mm. Um causes other problems like at work when I don't react, you know, as much as somebody wants me to, to some news they give me or something. Um, how do you kind of, you know, solve that? And um, is the answer to just fake emotion and, mm-hmm. and fake, you know, interest in that kind of thing? Or, you know, how could, <clears throat> how could you help me get around that? Thanks. Bye. I, I'm Take burn- it, Jen. burning. Take it. I'm burning. Take it. It's all you. I'm like literally an expert on this. It's all you. Okay. You honestly might, uh, be what's called, uh, an adult child. There's like literally a 12 step program he can go to for this. Oh, it's wow. like people who are children of alcoholics or dysfunctional families and you never learn to have normal reactions to things. Oh, wow. So th- I noticed it right away when he said, but a lot of bad stuff that happened to me, which I think made me stronger. I knew right away. He's never felt his feelings about anything. Wow. He knows the answer. We all know the answer. We're going to get stronger from the hardships. And so we jump to that instead of feeling our feelings about what happened because we go, oh. what's the point? It's, we already know that we're going to be stronger. At least I wasn't in Afghanistan or starving. No, you have to allow yourself to feel the feelings. But when people fuck you up, when adults fuck you up, they don't give you self-esteem and you need self-esteem to believe that you're worth feeling feelings about and grieving going, I deserve that. So he never felt his feelings. That's why he can't have empathy for anyone else. And he wants to jump to the end because he thinks it's going to be so painful. And of course it'll be painful because you weren't given the tools to process normal emotions. So you are codependent. You could read codependent, any book about codependency or any book about children of dysfunctional families. I'm sorry. This is a serious answer. This is not, we, this serious is, answers are good. Oh, okay. This is my bread and butter. Like I suffer from a lot of this and I got to tell him that I've, my life has changed from looking at stuff that I was like, Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. And I used to feel sort of like, I'm not like everyone else. Like I don't, 
have feelings the right way or whatever, because yeah. eventually what's going to happen is this stuff gets worse yeah. and he will go from not being able to empathize with his girlfriend to having outrageous emotional reactions. So it's not going to get easier as he gets older. And as people get more frustrated with him, like, where are you in there? He will burst one yeah. night. So I really think that, but what he's saying, his instinct to fake empathy is not a bad one because yeah. it's going to take stuff like that to get him normal again. So if he reads books about it, finds self-help groups, something where he, it, that's why I always love anything, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be 12 step, but I love like when you meet other people that have the same problems. Like, totally. And I think that if he had a, even a therapist that specializes, anyone that has an understanding of what he's saying um, he can then empathize with them and then, learn, you know, he just has to learn to have it for himself first. Mm -hmm. Then he can have it for other people. So I totally relate to what he's saying, but he's so smart already. He's yeah. already halfway there because he yeah. recognizes it's from childhood mm -hmm. and he knows, uh, but he just jumped way too quickly to I'm stronger for it. Like not there yet. Yeah. I mean, I think he sees it as strength. And the thing is, he's obviously a smart guy and he's also a kind guy because he, yes. he's like, I, re I recognize what I'm doing is wrong, but okay. it is it is this tendency I have. And he even denigrated himself for being young where it's like, you're you're 24. Yeah. As if, as, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I think there it, it is smart when you're young to kind of be like, I, I really don't know anything, but you do. You know a lot. Oh, he you're just, going to know way more. All. Yeah, but you, I think your your point was really well made in a lot of ways, and and in 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 one way that really caught uh, uh, my ear and my thoughts was was that he thinks it's going to fix itself when he gets older. You know, like yeah. it's just like I'm only 24 now, so this will get fixed. You know, it might be like a, a something he's he assumes and it's not true. You know? No, that past follows you everywhere. It's yeah. like saying like I'll have a different foot when I'm 40. It's like it comes with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you have the same one it's that you had when you one. were a baby. Yeah. It yeah. just looks different. Mm -hmm. Vainier. <laughs> It'll be more weathered. <laughs> It'll be carrying maybe some more weight. I don't know. A fat foot is you No, it'll be on the weight will be on top of above oh, the foot. It's carrying. It's yeah. carrying. I'm sorry yeah. there's such a serious answer. The other thing though no, is No, don't be no, don't be. It's like it's like we make this as entertaining as we can, but it's like everything gets treated sincerely. Oh, okay. You know. And also just like I, I don't know what the kids are doing these days, but I assume he's not going to end up like forever with the person he's with at 24. Sure, sure. So like cut your losses there. I don't know. I was mm -hmm. trying to say something edgy. <laughs> it's her fault is the point we're both making. Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, that's, that's, that's really, I, I, my, my feeling for this guy is to like find a group, you know, find yeah, anytime you have to find others like you in life and you don't have to spend all your time with them, but like maybe like an hour a week. To just sit something. down. Because I don't know what his thing is that happened in childhood, but if he was like abused in any way, right. there's places he can call. Yeah. And mm -hmm. even if you're like, no, it's fine because I could be in a gutter. It's like, that's the spectrum. And I think no one talks about this. Yeah. Like, oh, they were abused when they were younger or they were manipulated or they were whatever. It's like, sure, you could be in a gutter on drugs uh -huh. or you could be a mildly dysfunctional person in relationships, which I think actually makes life harder because you're walking around disguised as normal uh -huh. and everyone's like what's wrong with you whereas we see what's wrong with you if you're in the gutter and on drugs and there's stuff for that right yeah like, exactly I think it's harder to just mm -hmm. be like as well, they say passing is normal yeah and it's really easy to look at anyone in the world that's doing worse than you and going I don't have real problems it's mm -hmm. like you do everyone has real problems and you have to deal with them and you know uh, maybe don't I think you're this guy is, is erring on the right side where it's like I just don't want to make too big a deal of it 
uh, because there are people that like live for their problems and yes. like I'm suffering, none of you understand, and they yeah. put up a wall like that. This guy is certainly not doing that. But at the same time, it's it's one of I. <laughs> I'm just going to guess he didn't just have uh, uh, an uncle who always made stupid jokes all the time. I think that's probably not yeah, it's his... probably a little worse. That's probably not what made him, what he sees as, as made him stronger. It's probably something really serious. Yeah. When he says it, when he says it like that, and it's always people that kind of uh, toss off. It's so funny. I, we were, this is going to sound like a weird little analogy and things, but there, there, there's a part, I was thinking about great actors that you see like a performance that's just like holy shit and there was that actor and he, was, he had like a really he he just died a couple of years ago but he had a real kind of high-pitched delivery and he was a small man he had a mustache he was bald on top and he was he was always a weird character in movies hmm. and he was the guy if you remember the opening scene of i think the opening scene of uh of the fisher king with robin williams and jeff bridges oh, where it's been there's, too long. there's he basically lays in front of in this very dramatic old gay man fashion hmm. lays in front of like horse-drawn carriages to commit suicide but like they don't even roll they just <laughs> stop and he's and like and like robin williams character is just like he's like what are you doing and he picks him up and he's like in a in a in a you know oh, like a yeah. ball Gown, yeah, yeah. And he's so sad and he's just and he's like, Well, what's wrong? And he's like, and he throws out all these dumb reasons, and then this toss-off, he goes, Well, that and all my friends died. <laughs> and it's this thing where it's like, oh, that's why. And I, I remember seeing yes. that as a kid and being like, oh, and thinking about the Holocaust of gay men we had in the 80s where they were wiped out by AIDS, and it was that thing where no one gave a shit. Yeah, no one cared. You know, I, if I'm honest, I was a I was a young guy, but I, you know, I didn't really I cared. Yeah. But I was also it was you know it was not a thing where if that happened now I think I'd just always be crying. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah. Because it, it it's and it wasn't addressed and and but it the way it was that thing that just it it just hit me in the heart and it, it's it's the same thing with this dude where he's kind of like he's like yeah I went through something and you know but it probably was fucking horrible. Yeah, and that that thing he's doing to survive where it's like it, it's fine that was survival as a kid, but now yes. we're allowed to. Yeah. Feel the feelings, but you got to be in a safe space. Like you can't feel them. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somewhere. I literally just saw. Uh, I thought I saw something move, like a, oh, like an earthquake, but it wasn't. Oh well, I, I keep mentioning earthquakes this, in your bookshelf. This house was owned by like a 96 year old man, so I always think the ghost is of George go- is here. Okay, because I swear to God, I thought I saw a picture. Did it look move. like a little old man? No, I just thought I saw a picture oh, frame kind of waver, oh, okay. and I was like, oh, is there, but I didn't feel anything underneath me like an earthquake. No, I didn't either. It also just could be my eyes are going crazy, and I'm maybe going to have an aneurysm or something. Or you're remembering like a really corny uncle growing up. You're like, fuck, like I said that, and <laughs> yeah. that like awakened just, some memory. I do like, have, do you want to hear a joke by one of my uncles? It's Pretty much always. It, it, it's homophobic, which I think ties into an earlier discussion about Perfect. Dallas Buyers Club. Perfect. He said, what did one gay guy say to the other at the bar? What did he say? May I push in your stool? <laughs> this is how I grew up, and uh, that's yeah. why I'm in therapy. Yeah, I well, shit. I mean, I mean, it was once every two years I saw the guy. I mean, but it's one of those impactful. things where it's gross, so I laughed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also it's gross. <laughs> also, like, forget that it's a poop reference. Yeah, totally. No one ever pushes in anyone's stool. No, like, never. You don't have to. You, you push in a chair, maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No. And it's like yeah, it's like an actual stool you sit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like can I push it in? For, like what? <laughs> You're like, nah, I got it. Anyone can move their own stool. What am I? No. What if he said that to Matthew McConaughey's character in Dallas Buyers Club? Well, you sure can push in my stool, but I hope you literally mean this stool, as I would like to be you mean that in a literal bar. sense? <laughs> yeah, cause because I, I only have sex with ladies, as I'm a heterosexual. We know. Like the bartender, like I stop saying it. Why are you in this gay bar? 
Was, that's like my favorite, uh, uh, the onion op-ed co- column. Why do all these homosexuals keep sucking my cock? <laughs> Wait, was that? And he's like a lumberjack guy. And at the, the article, I remember me and Kevin uh, uh, McGee and crying reading that because he's all in all these scenarios where he's like, there I am, just hanging out with what seems like a cool dude. We're both naked under a waterfall. <laughs> like all these scenarios he shouldn't be in. Oh, I love all it. All of a sudden, he's, he's blowing me. Hey, what the hell, Jeff? Um... All right, let's. So, so best best of luck to you, man, and and just you know, uh, talk about it and and understand that you should uh, you should find find uh, find your group, find your some people, mm-hmm. you know. Read, 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 read. Yeah. So, thanks for calling, dude. Uh, next call, please. Hi, Matt. My name is James. I was wondering if you've ever had any crazy ex girlfriends who try to control your life and shit, because um, I'm dealing with an issue right now where. Um, if I don't do what my ex says, she will <clears throat> frame me for hitting her, um, and I'm having a real rough time with it, because uh, I'm in school and whatnot, and she takes up literally all my time. I can't meet new people or do what I need to do. Um, so I, I was just wondering if you'd ever had a crazy ex and how you dealt with <clears throat> uh, distancing yourself and whatnot. Um, appreciate all you do, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you, man. I I always stiffen, uh, you know, like like freeze up when uh, a guy says to me, uh, "My crazy ex," because I've known a ton of people who dated women and they did things to, uh, they were manipulative. I'm not saying I'm not judging you at all, but it's like guys too often go, "Oh, my crazy ex," and it's like, "Were were you shitty to her? Uh, did you uh, uh, put across?" intimations and promises that you did not fulfill. Did you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a go-to thing where obviously men do not receive the judgment that women uh, receive, uh, not by a country mile. Uh, so you don't really, you know, if a woman's like, oh, my crazy ex, it's like you think, oh, geez, is he a murderer? Did he, <laughs> right, did he hack totally. someone up? But it's like women are just crazy, so it's my crazy ex. I mean, I've, I've been, I was in a toxic relationship, but mm-hmm. I don't think of her as crazy. I think... Uh, I, uh, I'll just lay it out. I was with someone, uh, too long, had an on again, off again thing, which I treated it as just like, you know, we're f- friends with benefits, mm-hmm. but I knew she wanted more and I should have cut it off a long time before that. And anytime I would bring it up, she would say, look, I know, I know it doesn't mean anything. Stop bringing it up. Stop bringing it up. But I knew she held, she, she had hopes. And so that was on me. That was, I always see it as the the failure of our relationship and everything. And we went through fucking hell together, but I don't have, I don't hold anything against her. Uh, she, um, had certain, had certain struggles. And I think we all do with our, our mental and emotional health, but bottom line, even when the person that I think of that I went through with a toxic relationship, I don't think of her as crazy. Now, this person you're talking about, uh, who's, you know, as you say, threatening you with uh, coming out as uh, filing assault charges or whatever, that's uh, that's definitely sounds Im- imbalanced. Jen, what would you say? We are, so I agree with everything you said, mm. so I don't need to say it again. Okay. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, the unfortunate thing is some people are crazy all the time and some people are crazy in relationships, whether, the, whether he was, you know, if he's ambivalent and it's making her nuts, you know. Right. Or maybe it's just she might have issues in that area. So unfortunately she will get to go to work. She will get to have friends. She will get to appear normal and you might be the only one seeing this. And that's very real too. And so, however, what he has to do is you can't be crazy alone. Like in other words, 
he's part of it. Like he is, right. what's his part in this? Mm-hmm. He is letting her control his life. And he, again, I'm going to say it again, get, you get yourself a book about codependency. Like he's yeah. literally like the mom on intervention is like, if my son does heroin in the basement, it's fine. It's like, yeah. you have to let the consequences yes. happen. Yes. So, I oh, would my doc- God. I wish you could talk to me back in like 2008, oh. 2007. I probably didn't know this shit. No, then. you did. You didn't know. You you knew her. You didn't know what was going on. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, but it's like, I, I know it's because it's, it's, that, it's that thing where I was so afraid. Yeah. Not that this person threatened to do anything, but it was just like, oh, I was so afraid of consequence. Yeah, you just and have so, to let them happen because yeah. it's better to be afraid and free than mm-hmm. afraid and tied up because it's going to get worse. Like yeah. she's, mm-hmm. and uh, you're kind of part, you're actually making it worse. Like you're actually giving her more fuel. So I would document everything she says, have pic- take text message pictures, like document it all, print it out mm-hmm. so that you have it to go to. I have a weird feeling she is not going to frame you for hitting no, her. I don't think she'll do I it. would say even if you hit her, suffer the consequence you know yeah, like yeah. it might not be as bad as you think what's gonna happen you'll feel better about yourself but you're gonna do this again with another person is my only issue like she is the problem right now on paper because she's threatening but the problem is how do you even let it get here how are you staying yep. it's gonna happen again and listen man if you're so, going crazy right now going no you don't know all the stuff she's yeah, done totally, i've done nothing it's it. like okay look Apologies in that in that aspect. Neither one of us are assuming anything about you. Yeah, uh, let's say she's legit but, crazy. Then treat her like a crazy person mm-hmm. and 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 cut her out. Cut her out. Uh, their you know restraining order. It whatever sounds like she might have do. borderline personality. Yeah, that, that's 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 definitely. I mean, it's like I know a lot of people who uh, have dated someone who's who they broken up with who's who like, who who've casually threatened suicide. Yes, you know? and it's like that's another way you kind of keeps like hold someone hostage. But it's like if. If you acquiesce, you're making yourself a part of it. Even then, yeah. And it's, and it's so, and it's, and it's so. That feels like this same thing where you kind of going, uh, and I, and it's like, dude, it's so. I mean, look, it's so hard if someone to you feel. I'm sure you feel absolutely powerless. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, but yeah, everything Jen said, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and and uh, just and 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 look, uh, I'm not judging you for calling her crazy. I mean, who knows? Maybe she is crazy or whatever. But just, just anyone listening, like, just be a little bit more careful about throwing out that term of crazy ex and all that shit. Because it's just, I feel like women just get branded by that stuff. Where mm-hmm. you, you know, even if this person was, you know, let's. One thing I love, and I, I don't know if you remember this. I love how uh, uh, Matt Dwyer always, when he dated someone and they were pulling some shit, he 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 never used. Not that crazy, uh, crazy is obviously not sex specific, but mm-hmm. certain terms are like bitch or cunt or whatever. Yeah. But he never did that where he would say, not to crib our thing, but he, I'd be like, he'd be some girls yelling at him and he's like, he's like, would you fucking leave me alone or whatever? And like hang up and I'd be like, who is that? He's like, ah, some dipshit. I'm like, wasn't that a woman? And I was like, oh, that's on me. Women can be dipshits. You oh, know? I love that. That's and, so beautiful. And it's fun to call women, like not fun, but it's like to, to be like, don't like, stop being an asshole. Yeah, it's very, uh, that's very feminist. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, not even kidding. I guess, yeah. But it's, you know, but I feel like crazy, crazy ex is always. Yeah, and it's like that TV show, which is not about a crazy ex. Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, I guess our advice to you is to burst into song. <laughs> no, but uh, hope that helps, man. Hope that helps. Uh, don't tell her where we live. Don't, <laughs> don't tell her anything. Do not play this for like they said. Yeah. We're, leave we're, us out of it. If anyone's wondering, we record this live from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> All right, let's hear the next call. Hey, my, my name is Chandra. Uh, oh, gosh. How to ask? Uh, so I have, a, I have a friend who, in traffic, 
Oh, okay. In traffic, she masturbates. And I, I didn't know if this was crazy or not. And I actually just got done with another friend who, um, she do too. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm, uh, How bad is the traffic? I, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just get to ask how they don't get caught and how they even, uh, manage this in the first place. So, I would, I would like, maybe, maybe, you know, uh, but, or maybe there's just a better way to <laughs> entertain yourself in traffic. I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I care. No way. So, what better thanks, way Matt. Ah, uh, great show. Thank you, Chandra. Take it away, Jen. Oh, <laughs> well, I was like, there's so many different ways to do it. You know, is she using a vibrator? Is and she, let's assume these are she, both females. Her friends are both, both females. females. They yeah. have to be, right? Because yeah. it's just, there's no missing oh, the up and down of a man's you, fist. Yeah, I thought... It's like, come on. Unless you're like up in a fucking 18-wheeler or something. I, th- <laughs> I thought the first one she said she. Yeah, yeah, she, she I think did, she did. She, and then and she then said the another, other, friend, another friend, but she friend, didn't yeah. sexually designate them. Oh, God. I think it's probably, yeah, another woman. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I'm just going to like, where is the traffic? How bad is it? Yes. Like, are you at a standstill? Mm-hmm. Because then it's weird because it seems void, like you're giving a voyeur something. To, it seems yeah. like that maybe they want, like, I can't, I'm not imagining that they're like throwing their hair back and like getting attention. Southern it's Southern California. Okay. Okay. So sometimes it's bad. Traffic it's, is bad. It's bad. But I just okay. feel like it's, you're going to get in an accident and be like, I don't even know. There's so many different ways to do it as a lady. There's get your vibrator out. Uh-uh-uh. And then they're just, like, is she just sort of touching herself so that there's a pleasant feeling? Or is mm-hmm. she, like, orgasming in the street? It all right. sounds weird. It does sound weird. It sounds like maybe start smoking or something. It sounds yeah. like where we used to smoke cigarettes to soothe our anxieties. Uh-huh, yeah. Now it's like, well, that's going to give me cancer. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I'm, pic- I'm picturing, like, she's in, like, a, you know, a vintage MG convertible totally. with one foot up on the dash going, like, 90 and just whacking it. <laughs> You know, like a maniac where you're like, oh, my God. Like in, to the point where everyone's intimidated and they're looking away. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's probably just like uh, perhaps a sundress and um, the hand is just under, you know, something like oh, that. Oh, right, a dress. Because I'm like jeans on. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, ha- like oh. heart. <laughs> and also, one, you're driving without a hand. Yes. How can you text with that? How can you text and drive <laughs> more when you're master? More to the point. Yeah. So yeah. that's dangerous. That is dangerous. You're texting, you're driving, and, and you're messaging. Chandra, first off, thank you for calling because that's awesome. I'm like, that's fucking great. And like, <laughs> it, it's, I love that it's two of your friends that it's like, <laughs> you two? Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Because have you met Linda? She does that too. And we've been making fun of her for two hours at this party. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's kind of fantastic that it's just like, yeah, it's just my thing. Like, I always thought, like, like men who do it are just uh, obviously gross, but also like waiting for someone to look over and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna finish looking at you" or oh, whatever. You good know what point. I mean? Like I would think it's just like you know, I mean, like there's always stories of like you know, eighteen eighteen wheeler like truck driver, male truck drivers who are just like, "Yeah, I'm bored and yeah. I'm on speed, so I'm just gonna rub one out <laughs> and 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 whatever." But it's like it sounds as if. 
I mean, when she's like, isn't there something better to do? No. No. <laughs> not really. Not, not, not more fun to do. No. There isn't in, really in life. God gave uh, you a, a built-in entertainment system. Exactly. So it's... it's, it's I don't it's, care how much channels that, on Sirius. <laughs> the, 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 the question is not, isn't there a better thing to do? It's like, the, should they be doing it or not? And I don't know if they should or this they should This might shouldn't. sound sexist, but I think that you're right. A man masturbating is actually still keeping his eyes on the horizon. He's still looking at what's going on around him because he's wanting to make eye contact with that unwilling person. Oh, God, that's and women weird. are kind of more in their heads and more in their own world during it. And I feel like yeah. you're going to get in an accident. Well, and, and also, but also a guy could definitely crash like looking around waiting for someone to oh, meet true, eyes yes. with him but it's I think it I think it's I don't want to like make a, like who I don't know I've never jacked off drive god no I can't, by the way I want to say I've never done this yeah I don't even understand how you can like a lot of people have enough trouble drinking coffee and driving a stick at the same time how do you oh my god imagine if she also drives a stick yeah right she's she's working the clutch <laughs> while she's while she's working the button hey oh yeah, just pull over. Um, yeah, just pull over. Just pull over. Uh, or wait, wait till you get home. And, and like, look, if you're on a lone stretch of highway, I don't know, go nuts. But I just, I'm worried about the safety. I'm worried about the stopping and the starting, and mm-hmm. kind of just like I can only, you know, finish if I'm rolling and I keep stopping. And fuck, this got moved. <laughs> map, map, map. I'm trying to come. <laughs> map, map. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Chandra is delightful. What a funny person. She's like she's just kind of like I don't know is this because I have by the way another friend <laughs> what <laughs> I I love I know, it. her rhythm of speaking was entertaining mm-hmm. I think she was doing something else while talking she was she was well, she's also she I like I like I love the fact that we get these phone we we have this one caller who was um you know late forties uh, gay dude whose boyfriend had broken up with him and he was hammered drunk. And he just kept laughing about how he wasn't like 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 slurring, but he's just like, "Oh my god, I'm so wasted." Anyway, listen, and he's just like, he's like, uh, "My boyfriend broke up with me and said I was called me a trick and was like, and he's like, and he's like, he's he's like, and I'm worried about will I find someone and I'm lonely and stuff." But he just kept laughing about it. I'm so sorry, I'm drunk. And he was like, <laughs> "I so just cute. I don't care. I, I I don't care that he's drunk because he got drunk to get the courage to call." Totally. And she's kind of tripping over words because she's like, "This is weird. Is this weird?" It's just like it's not weird. You can say anything on this fucking show. And she ends the call with, I masturbate when I leave messages for podcasts. <laughs> and I made all that up. Like, hey, I, made I don't have any friends. Ugh. So I, I guess the advice is just... Uh, don't get in a car with them. I'm sure they do the one. I don't have... Oh, oh my God. Jay, do you mind? I do. I, Chris, Chris, I really mind. But do you though... I mean, I'm driving. It's not about you. It's, it's not, just separate. I don't think about you when I'm doing it. That is true. We don't know why she knows this. She mm-hmm. didn't say her friend told her. She she's that friend there. that never gets in the way and never speaks up for herself. <laughs> yeah. And every time she's in the car with her friends, her friends are just touching themselves. Like, she just, she just like she doesn't notice. I mean, she's like, I want to say stop, but like, I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah, it's, they are the, it's their car. <laughs> it's their car. And I never drive. So. And it's like, I, yeah, they... Fridays is their time, their turn to drive the carpool. And <laughs> there's like five people in the car. Do you guys mind? <sighs> I mean, can you just drive fast so we get to work, please? <laughs> I guess, oh, I don't know. I don't have any advice except tell your friends it's dangerous. Yeah, and- just tell them to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> tell them to be careful. <laughs> and I can't even answer if it's weird or not. I mean, I, yes, but. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, what am I saying? If you walk, if, yeah. If you're, if you're driving a minivan, 
and you and your and your kids like banging on the glass like the mom what's she doing ah <laughs> uh, she lost something that she's sitting on <laughs> <laughs> she dropped a jelly bean she dro- she dropped some raisins <laughs> she can't find him uh, and so Thank you for being on the show, Jen. This oh, was so much fun. I hope I helped anybody. You were fantastic. You were so I, good. I would just like to remind everyone yes. that the guy from Dallas Buyers Club was a heterosexual. He was a heterosexual. Yeah. Yes. And he 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 enjoyed this he enjoyed the sex with women. Yeah. hmm Anyway. Anything anything you want to plug or anything? Or? Oh, well, I mean, I've got some road dates coming up if people want to come see me. Sure. Um, I'm in Sacramento and San Francisco in November. Will this come up before November? Yes. November 10th and 11th, and I'm in Burlington, Vermont, October 11th through 13th. Then go to jenkirkman.com and click on tour dates. There you go. And come see me live this year. Nice. Go see Jen. She is a joy. Uh, the phone number uh, to call if you want to be a, a part of the dipshittery is uh, 323-763-0228. 323-763-0228. The uh, Patreon is at Advice from a Dipshit. Uh, we're on at Advice from a Dipshit on uh, Facebook and at Dipshit Advice on Twitter. Theme songs by Ben Wise. Thanks to the amazing Amanda. And thanks to Jen Kirkman for making it great. Thank you, Matt Bronger. And that number is his home number. Call it That is my home number. Long. Just any time of night, I will listen and I'll write down your thoughts. Advice from a Dipshit. Advice from a Dipshit. Advice from a Dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.